Hey, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, you're about to listen to this episode. But before you do that, I have to let you know that the giveaway that we mentioned in the episode is over. It has come and gone. So just go ahead and disregard all the talk about the giveaway we were hosting. The date for that has already come before we could get this episode out to you guys. So just like I said, just disregard that to move on. We will be doing more of those in the future. So stay tuned and uh, enjoy the show. Welcome to another exciting episode of LGA. That is Lit, lit, lit Gaming, 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 gaming arena, arena, arena. arena. For those of you who don't know, my name is Marcus and I'm joined by Justin. Wahoo! Uh, he's, uh, Wario? Waluigi? He's one of those fuckers this week. Um, ah. <laughs> Let's get to it! Welcome to episode. What episode is this? 74. 74. Is it 74? It's a good I feel like episode. it's a 74. It's a big, it's a big number. It's a number. It's a number. Yeah, we're at uh No, it's actually episode 73. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, this is episode 73 of the LGA cast, aka the Waluigi Wario podcast. AKA the best video game podcast that nobody listens to. Do we have any other AKAs? I think that's it. <laughs> um, we're here to talk about some video games that we've been playing, all the and and as well as pop culture and other fun geek and gaming culture. And we say gamer words, of course, because it's I mean, who doesn't? It's a podcast. We're not regulated by the the the, the FCC man. Not yet, anyway. Podcasts aren't <laughs> regulated yet, so we can say whatever the fuck we want <laughs> um, until the FCC se- steps in and starts making uh, regulations for podcasting, which case the, the podcast industry uh, hopefully will shriv- shrivel up and die because that's not an industry I want to be a part of, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not calling for the death of the industry I'm trying to be a part of. I'm just calling uh, a death to capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm calling a death to regulation. Yeah, I want to put a boot on regulation's neck and just stomp on it until you hear the oh, death Jesus rattle. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's borderline too soon. God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> God. Too dark? Right. <laughs> I mean, we aren't regulated by the FCC, <laughs> but uh, yeah, put a bullet into regulation, man. <laughs> you no, don't have Marcus the Darkest anyway. on your show if you're not <laughs> expecting it to get that dark. <laughs> oh, I, I we probably lost two or three, <laughs> two or three listeners. No. <laughs> But maybe we gained more. Who knows? 
Who knows where the wind blows to the walls. To the windows, to the walls? Yep. <laughs> to the All sweat right, drips well. from my mighty boot hill crushing <laughs> the windpipe of the FCC. <laughs> Does that count as a terroristic threat? No. <laughs> Um, this is a satirical podcast, no. <laughs> and uh, all the views expressed by Marcus are purely his own. <laughs> oh, anyway, of course hey. they're mine. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> um, yeah, no one planted those seeds. But uh, hey, we have a sponsor on this episode. I don't know if they that want is... to sponsor us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, Game Fuel. Oh, I thought you were going to say Barbasol. Ah, no, no, no one cares about Barbasol. F yeah, finally, I was actually like semi thinking about being like, yeah, no more game fuel. We're sponsored by Monster now because fucking Pepsi needs to figure out their distribution because this was like the second time we've gone like a month without having game fuel in this entire goddamn town. It's like, how can I be sponsored? <laughs> by Game Fuel if I can't even buy it and drink it while I'm recording this podcast. I can't wait till huh? we get a cease and desist and they're like, we don't know <laughs> that guy. We don't know them. They're gonna love us. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna love us, Marcus. Not even. They probably won't because they're gonna listen to the one show where I said we're sponsored by Monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I couldn't find any game fuel. See, if I had game fuel, that would be my number one choice. But we went a whole month without game fuel. Not once, but twice in this last year. How can I get my game? How can how can I, 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 I recommend game fuel if I can't even guarantee our listeners can buy it? Huh? Huh? They can buy Monster. I can guarantee that one. Monster's <laughs> everywhere. You can buy Monster anywhere. But game fuel? I don't know fucking why, but it wasn't like anywhere again like how does this happen i know billings isn't like their biggest market in the world but i mean come on <laughs> we got gamers in billings no 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 gamers I mean, they, in billings they got they got they got you i mean you're you're enough <laughs> i'm a one-man <laughs> army some would say yeah with exactly. those boot you, heels. you're enough god damn it <laughs> with those boot heels are you gonna crush the I windpipe have... of pepsico now gonna crush the windpipe of gamers you know Oh God! Well, oh, Jesus. <laughs> R.I.P. Gamers. <laughs> what about the PCPP? The, the <laughs> Throwback to last episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, before we before we get into the actual, we we wasted so much time. We probably lost everybody on this episode already. But hey, uh, we have a giveaway that when this episode is out, will be ending soon. August twenty second is last day to enter just go to our twitter and it's the pin tweet you can click on the link and enter into our giveaway for a 50 dollars steam co gift code so imagine imagine all of the visual novel manga games you could buy on steam with that i don't know how much those things cost on steam are they like a couple bucks or are they like are they actually like big like ten dollar games I have no idea. But isn't that what all the kids are buying these days? Visual novels? Dating Sims? <laughs> I don't know. Boyfriend Dungeon? 
I don't know. No boyfriends in this dungeon. No girlfriends either. No girls allowed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can get a $50 Steam gift code. You gotta uh, just follow the instructions on the page. It's Glee. The, the giveaway is being hosted through Gleam.io. There's a bunch of different ways you can earn yourself multiple entries for the giveaway. Uh, but primarily, you need to sign up and join our gilded server because that is the way we that's the method we will be using to contact the winner of the drawing so make sure you join our gilded server if you enter the giveaway because we cannot contact you any other way that's part of the contest um yeah because it's trying to get more people onto our gilded server man we're trying to get people over there because we're leaving discord behind isn't and, gilded and going for to the a certain denomination of people of a word i can't say <laughs> What the fuck? God damn it. I'm talking about cucks, Justin. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you're gonna get it. You're gonna get us. They're gonna listen to this podcast. It's like, an we're not gonna. Joke. I, I can't stop. <laughs> They're the ones that provided the $50 Steam gift oh, code, too. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and here you are calling them cucks. I'm God not calling it. them cucks. <laughs> I'm calling, oh, you're calling us cucks. I'm calling the users cucks. Oh, so I'm a cuck now, huh? Yeah, Justin. Because I, I use Gilded. <laughs> God damn it. Shit. I'm How did you know? How did you know? <laughs> My brand. How did you know? <laughs> yeah, this, uh, it's also, we're also sponsored by 1-800-CONTACTS. 1-800-CUCK-TACTS? That's oh, Jesus. <laughs> How many times can Marcus say the word Sorry. cuck? <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip of your cuck. <laughs> hey! Um, I'm just having really fun here. I'm sorry. I know it's a yucky really word for yucky individuals like myself. <laughs> <laughs> I really I really need to get a soundboard like the, the, the fellows over at the Unpaid Programming podcast because... Um, they have some good sounds for stuff like that. And that would come in useful. That would be useful right now. <laughs> they have a sound effect for really bad jokes. And it's just a slide. It's just a slide whistle going. And there's like, at the same time, there's a guy going, uh, at the same time as the, the slide whistle. It's great. I love that. Sound. Yeah, we could use I love all right the sound effects. Say, yeah. I'm. <laughs> Really pushing the bad jokes to their light I, right now. I really got to get that fucking sound effect from them and get myself an actual sound soundboard so that we can we can get those going. <laughs> I feel like this show can only be improved with a soundboard. Oh yeah, specifically a live one, not added in post. If it's a live soundboard and I can just jam on some buttons, make some fart noises happen. Oh shit, <laughs> Justin Roiland is. <laughs> It's it's my inner Justin Roiland coming out. I gotta have those farts. All Justins <laughs> are the piss, same. Those piss and shit <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> that sound effect doesn't fucking exist. I don't know where he got that. That vomit into a bucket sound effect. I can't find it anywhere. It's the best vomit sound. <laughs> he made it himself. He by vomiting did. into a bucket. <laughs> he probably did. But yeah, like every time Marcus is talking about the game, I'd just be jamming the vomit and the shits and farts and <laughs> nobody would ever listen to this podcast ever again. 
Yeah, I mean, we've already <laughs> rambled for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, no, it's only been like 13. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez, Rick. Oh, jeez. Oh, that, that was terrible. That was terrible. Oh, oh God, there, there, there's blood and piss and shit all over the podcast. <laughs> oh, gee, Rick. I don't, I don't know how it got here. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Marcus, I, he, he spilled cucks all over the podcast. Uh, we we got to clean up all these cucks. <laughs> we we got to mop up all the cucks, Marcus. He, he's, he's saying the words. <laughs> he's... <laughs> Okay. Well, now that now that nobody is listening to this episode, let's talk about some games. Yeah, let's talk about what we've been up to. Let's let's move yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. So, so Marcus, what, what what have you been up to this week? Oh shit! Uh, you know, just for the I was on the Precisely podcast. I should mention that. Go listen yeah. to that episode. It should definitely be out by now. Um, yeah, it's coming out this Saturday, the, the the Saturday, like we're recording on a Thursday. It's coming out this Saturday, but this episode will be out after that comes out. So yeah, we, we uh, talk all things Paper Mario. There's some good stuff in there. Go listen to that. Um, mostly because I'm in there, but you know, y- your boy Bo's yeah, he, in there. He's he's great. Um, those got Kelly, is was Kelly there? Or is Kelly it just you and Bo? Bo, they forced a tube down my throat <laughs> and oh, just poured beer into me until my oh, stomach no. exploded. No, it was they, an IPA, right? <laughs> it's always an IPA. No, they, it's always they an do. IPA. Uh, a, yeah, they They always do a beer review. When the, I mean, I, I, uh, I unfortunately didn't have a beer to review necessarily. Um, but you know, I did drank you, something. Did you, pump, did you plug game fuel? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. I plugged like, motor yeah, I'm, oil. I'm I'm bringing game fuel to the I'm table. A, I'm a diesel that's... boy. I got <laughs> just drinking diesel. You know where I drink? I drink grease. I just drink <laughs> all the grease. I just I whenever I have some bacon grease, I just pour that into a glass and I keep it nice and warm. And I drink the pure grease. I like to be Vince Diesel, but yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> Vince Diesel. Yeah, Vince Diesel. Not Vin Diesel. Vince Diesel. <laughs> That's like the Walmart celebrity version of Vin, Vin Diesel. It's Vince Diesel. It's just any buff bald guy. He's Vince Diesel. <laughs> is he is he promoting ShamWows? <laughs> and sleeping with hookers. I see. Yeah, there you go. No, they getting we- beat up by hookers. <laughs> But anyway, I, I played uh, Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door so I could talk about it on there. I it you know it's very important to the Paper Mario fandom as a whole or just collective whole of the Paper Mario series. I I, I do think it is a, it, it's a cornerstone of that, and for most fans, it yeah. is their bar none favorite game. So I did I wrapped that up. Um, man, the from. I was in chapter three and there there is eight chapters to that game, but chapter three, you know, should be pretty far in. No, it takes forever. It's a long ass <laughs> game. It's like about 30 hours at a minimum. Damn. So yeah, it's you. I mean, you could probably do it faster if you, you were speed running, but you know, if you're just going through, it's about anywhere from 25 to 30 hours. And even then you can do a lot of other shit that I didn't do. Um, <laughs> 
and it, I did talk about it on there, but uh, just to reiterate on here, that game, it's the horniest game when it comes to Mario. Like, every <laughs> character wants to bang Mario. Every single one of them. Like, Miss wow. Miss Mouse wants to bang you. Uh, Madam Flurry wants to bang you. Um, Peach wants to bang you. Goombella wants to bang you. Wow. I'm not so sure. Coops probably wants a piece of that ass. <laughs> yeah, it's... But it, it's a it, it's a good game. It, it's I like it a lot more than the first Paper Mario, but yeah, it's it's good. Um, it you know it, it it didn't. I don't think it's aged the best. I I think it does have old ass video game shit. Uh, a lot of backtracking, a lot of back and forth type stuff, like fluff of that caliber. Um, it's got some side quest stuff that's kind of just you know like boilerplate fetch quest type things you know stuff like that that it really just serves as padding but this game came out in uh 2004 so it's of its time you know so so i can't necessarily fault it fully for those things but it you know when i'm playing it i'm just like uh, back and forth back and forth like geez you know and like there are moments where you know things will i'm in the area to do the thing like okay this is where i need to be but i can't do the thing until i talk to the person and he tells me to go do the thing you know yeah that kind of shit is just tiresome you know it's it's not really that stuff's like just not fun but i i also do i am you know like viewing it through a lens of like it, it, all games at the time were like that you know it, it's just didn't age the best in my opinion um and i never played it in 2004 i was i was 14 at the time you know i, I was on to different things y- you know i was on to the newer bigger exciting things i was fully immersed in the xbox at that point and the 360 yeah <clears throat> I, I think oblivion was probably out <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah I, I just like it's and and like I said, it, it, it is a fine game. Uh, it's fine. I don't. It, it's very. Uh, in it gets to a point where it is very much just a JRPG, which is to be expected. But it's not as like it's definitely not as kid friendly as uh, the original Paper Mario is, and then gets very much just like it's an anime, basically. Like power of friendship saves the day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is, I mean, once again, it's it that stuff has its place in a Mario game for sure. Uh, it's just, you know, that stuff's kind of not really my favorite at this point because it's so played out. But I once again, I, I don't fault it for any of those things. But that, that game's not it's not bad. Um, and then I played more or I don't even know if I ever talked about it on here, but I did play uh, the newest uh, the Origami King Paper Mario um, yeah. I'm about two banners streamers deep in that. Um, that game's really good. I, I think it is on course to potentially be my favorite Mario, like Paper Mario of all time. Uh, it, it's just laid out really well. It doesn't have leveling up or any of that stuff, but I think it's it, the writing is so good. The visuals are just really popping in a good way. And it's just it's just good like it's 
it's earned the money that I spent on it. You know, I, I don't feel yeah. bummed by the $60 I spent on this, which can happen with a lot of Nintendo games. Like I, I think of, uh, Link's Awakening is one of those where I, I didn't necessarily regret the $60 I spent on it, but I knew from the outset that that game was not worth 60 bucks. So <laughs> that, you know, it just kind of hurts to be like, yeah, I got to swallow yeah. my pride on this. Uh, but this this one feels like a $60 game. And I nice. I hear it's in the 40 to 45 hour range to complete. So it's the longest Paper Mario. But that that's a that's a meaty game at the end of the day. That's that's pretty long. Yeah. So I'm going to be playing that for a while. Um, and then, you know, the game, the game that ke- the gift that keeps on giving Cuphead. <laughs> it is the the goblets, the holy trinity. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I've been playing that on PlayStation, bought that on PlayStation. I finished it up. Um, kind of, you know, I, I did beat the game on regular I just like King Dice and the devil are just really fucking annoying. Like I to to a point that I'm like, they're not necessarily hard. They just have parts that are super freaking annoying that you have to kind of concentrate extremely hard on that. It kind of wipes me out in a way. So when I got down to that, I just had them two left. I actually went through all the levels on regular and got a ranks on all of them, (laughs) which does (laughs) net me. It nets me trophies for getting like each of the bosses at an a rank, uh, just because I was like fucking King dice. And then I do King dice and I get him in my like third or fourth go. (laughs) Like I was like, that wasn't (laughs) bad at all. And more so there was a trophy when I was looking at the trophy list that I was like, oh, that's going to be just a bitch. But for uh, you have to not get hit on King Dice. Uh, which <laughs> if you wow. don't know this boss fight, he's one of the last boss fights in the game. But what happens is, is you're on like a roulette table or like a you're on a dice table um, and he gives you a little dice that you have to use your like counter on. And you when you hit it, like it's spinning and you can predict what it's going to land on. Um, if you counter at the right time, but it's going to be a one, two or a three and that moves you up the table. Now you start on a free space and then there's one, two, three, and those are all like bosses to say the least. They're like one stage bosses that only have one phase. Um, what the first one is these, uh, like they're like bar glasses and then the there's a poker chip boss and then there's a a cigar guy those are the first three in that set so you're likely gonna get either like you maximally could fight all three of them but likely you're gonna fight just one of those guys because you're either gonna roll a three or you're gonna roll like a two and maybe a one but then you'll roll one and then hopefully you can roll a three and then there's a free space so you can land on that free space but then there's another set of three bosses within that um so <laughs> you can you'll you know, once again can take on one two or three of those you know you never know what you're gonna get and then after that there's another free space another set of three and then this is where it gets some fuckery there's a there's a free space there is a start over <laughs> so you go back <laughs> to the beginning and then there's king dice you land on the king dice and 
I have done where I've landed on this start over thing, which granted, if you land on that, the bosses you've already done are just free spaces now. So you don't <laughs> got to worry about that. But if you, you know, you're, you're still, it's up to luck of like how many of these guys you've killed before, how many free spaces you've landed on. Ideally, you've hopefully at that point have killed enough guys, but then at least that that re-roll thing is at least gone. So you don't have to worry. You don't have to go through again. Potentially. It's just it. Once you've done it, you've done it. So that's, I mean, that's how that whole boss fight works, but then you land on King dice and he's just kind of a dick. He shoots cards out of his hands from either side and you have to, the certain cards will be pink and you counterattack and bounce off those till you can land back on the ground and shoot him in the face. So it's just kind of annoying like that stuff because you can get trapped where yeah. like oh fuck I missed the counter and then you're just you know down with all these cards getting shot to death um, and you can only take but let's just <clears> say three <throat> hits but yeah I uh, managed to beat him with quote unquote without getting hit on the first time I beat nice. him now what I didn't know is you actually are allowed to get hit because apparently <laughs> really? any hearts above three don't count really yeah so if like there's ways to have four hearts or five hearts or in that fight in particular in each of those batches of uh bosses that you do so the three sets of three there is one of those spaces per set that will have a heart so you can have more life than so i i got to king dice with five hearts but i did take two hits from him but I, so I finished with three hearts exactly, but nice. Apparently that counts as not getting hit. <laughs> huh? So, you know, I'm thankful for that. Cause I was like, that's going to be a real bitch to do, but it's not as bad as it sounds now there. Cause I do want to platinum this. So I am actually currently going through the levels on expert, which really isn't too bad. You know, after you've gotten an a rank in them and I've played this game a zillion times, but <laughs> you got to go through on expert. Um, and there are definitely going to be some hard fights on expert for that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, I basically have that to do. And there's a one that I'm going to have to look up because it just doesn't make sense in my brain, at least right now. That is, you have to beat the run and gun levels without killing anything. And the reason that doesn't make sense to me is there are kind of like mini bosses within those that gate you from progressing. So I'm like, how do you get past those without killing them? Or do they not count? That That's a good like, that's my question. So I'm just going to like look up what exactly the stipulations are on that. So I have that to do, which I hear is really hard to do. And uh, you have to do one of the plane levels. Uh, as the mini plane so you have to stay as the mini plane the entire time which sucks because i think it cuts your attack power in half or maybe even less than that you do like no damage and it cuts your range in half too so you only shoot like immediately in front of you so it is that one's gonna be a pain in the ass um that may be the last thing i do uh that's about it that's all i have left for that but i so you know i'll probably platinum it by next week but cuphead is just it, it is it, it it's in my top 10 games of like all time it is but that's a very personal preference like i realize the style of game that it is that it isn't for everyone and i still would find it 
I see so many people recommend it to everyone. And I'm like, I kind of find it a little harder than that to recommend. Cause if you, I know some people are just a fetus that they're going to die, you know, four or five times and then just give up. And I'm like, you'd like, if this is your first time through, you're probably going to die a couple hundred times. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. Like in your case, Justin, like Celeste wasn't in your wheelhouse at all. And you loved Celeste. So, and I'm not necessarily yeah. recommending Cuphead to you, but it, you know, it is. I think Cuphead is maybe one of those games that might change your mind on a difficult thing, uh, like a Souls-like game or just a boss battler type thing. <clears throat> yeah, it's something that I've been meaning to play. It is on, someday. I mean, Cuphead is on Game Pass. Like, it, is it? I didn't. It used to be. I'm pretty sure it's still on there. Let me check. I didn't play it through there because I bought it as one of the. For a while, it was the only game I owned on Xbox One. Let's see. Cuphead on the Xbox. That's, um, I am not sure. It doesn't say whether it's on Game Pass or not. Um, it was at one point, it looks like. Yeah, I was like, I know it definitely was at one point, but I believe, I mean, it, it, it's, it, for a while, was an Xbox exclusive. Uh, like, to, to a fact that I, it's like, it's, published by xbox like well by microsoft so it's surprising that it's even on any other platform to be honest uh, i guess it hasn't been there yet on game pass yeah there's i can't no find way. i can't find it on game pass marcus yeah, i guess it's not on there so i lied to you like but you there's know like a bunch of articles I... saying oh it's coming to game pass but then like it's then the article's updated saying microsoft said that's not true hmm at least when I typed in are, Cuphead on Game Pass, it pulled up Hollow Knight. So that's on Game Pass. Uh, play that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Cuphead continues to be a kick-ass game and it's just as good on PlayStation as it is anywhere else. PlayStation, I really love the D-pad on. So and it's a game that I prefer to use the D-pad with. So that's helped actually with a lot of things. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a fantastic game. What can I say? Um I may I may or may not do a review for it. I don't really know. I've I've been mauling that over. <laughs> <laughs> may may after I get the platinum really put my words to paper and then think of something to shove on here maybe. But yeah, it yeah, it's is. definitely not on uh, Game Pass. I just uh, searched for it on the Game Pass app. Yeah, that's what I was doing Android. a second ago. Which, uh, yeah, but yeah, Hollow Knight and Overcooked 2. Those are the top you may like. They're, if they're related. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely Hollow Knight, I would think, would enter the Gungeon probably would be... A little bit. You know, they're all kind of a little bit. Jackbox Party Pack 3. <laughs> Hell yeah, no. Worms yeah, WMD, which I mean, we got a live version of that recently. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I played some uh, Shinsekai uh, Into the Depths, which is like a, uh, I don't know, it, it gets labeled a Metroidvania and they say it's a lot like Metroid. I, I'm not really getting yeah. that from it. Uh, I may not be far enough in, but you're underwater and you're in a like underwater suit and things you, you use oxygen and you can like float around by expelling oxygen uh the checkpoints seem sp spaced pretty well 
Like that that's always kind of a worry with some of those games to be like the saves are so far apart. Uh, that's kind of a I wouldn't say it's a drawback. It's just a stylistic thing they went with and it works for what they're doing in Hollow Knight. But that's Hollow Knight is definitely a game where it's like, God damn, where's this goddamn save point? <laughs> um, yeah, I know Shinsekai started as a it was part of the Apple one of their Apple games, but it, I, I'm playing it on Switch, and it's it's pretty fun. It's kind of a game I'm playing between games in a way. Uh, it, I I jumped into it a bit after I finished. Uh, on on Monday I finished up Thousand Year Door, so I, I kind of needed a buffer between those those Paper Mario games, and I just wanted something. I wanted easy action, but I didn't want cuphead at that moment like cuphead you need to be in the mood for you need to be in the mood to be kind of broken down (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's that's about all i've been doing so what what about you justin well i've been um hold on let me see what we're doing up for time uh yeah we're doing we're doing good um shit so yeah, I've been playing more th- th- as I've been playing Astroneer. I'm just depleting you uni- like Cuphead. Depleting you uni- the universe of its resources, uh automating my research. Um like I started getting to into the automation stuff because that was like the most recent update to the game um where they added like auto arms which can like detect like if there's it's basically you can place this arm on a platform and if it detects an item in front of it it will pick it up and place it on a platform or a device behind it within a certain area and you can use that to do various things like trans like basically item sorting stuff like that so i started doing like i need you need to find things to research them so like i started um bringing all a bunch of stuff back to the base to research because i have like a rover train that i've been <laughs> so first you're able to drive this little tiny tractor around that can pull three trailers and then eventually you can i skipped the medium rover and went straight for the large rover because i'm like well fuck i already have most of the resources for this i might as well just go for the large one and so i built like four of those and you can link a rover up to another rover and then the one you're not driving uh will just act as a trailer and you can pull up to three trailers and you can just you just put your seat on the rover and because you that seat the rover seat or pilot seat or whatever is an item you can make and then you just place that on one of the slots on the rover and you just pilot that and so i'm driving around on the planet collecting these these research items with my like three rover trailers and i'm bringing them back to my base i'm like shit this is gonna take forever so i built a system that will just pick up a bunch of items and set them into the research things as they come and that used up a whole bunch of my power because i was like powering like four different research chambers at the same time which was incredibly power heavy so that sucked up all my power so then i'm like okay now i gotta make more solar panels and then i gotta make more batteries and so i did this awesome thing where i went off to another planet to collect more materials and uh I had it all planned out. I was like, I'm going to go up to this planet. I'm going to collect nothing but lithium. This is what I, because you need lithium to make batteries. And so I collect, I, I brought all the shit I needed so that I could set up a base on this planet and, and not have to like do too much digging to find other resources and build a base up. And I could just 
basically have like this little makeshift base and then go find some lithium and then just come back to my kind of home base with nothing but lithium. Turns out though, um, once you, I, I, so I did that, I got there and I got to the planet. I got, I collected all my lithium. I, I, I filled up the maximum amount of lithium that I possibly could and to bring back to my home base. And once you launch from the planet, you're kind of given you're in this like solar system view, but you can't pan around the solar system. You can only like look at planets from the planet you're on. So it's like I'm trying to like go back to my like home home planet where that the first planet I started on, but it's clear on the other side of the solar system. So it's like really far away. I'm trying to like hover and um get the get the the cursor over this tiny speck of a planet so that I can get back to because the the engine that you are able to build early on in the game is only good for two uses so you could use it to leave your planet and go to another planet and then come back and then once you do that the the engine it becomes scrap and you have to scrap it and that is like a whole nother process in the game where that'll give you points towards buying resources from like a trade platform and so i'm trying to select my planet and i think i select my planet i saw the name and i get there and i'm hovering over the moon of the planet i'm on or my my <laughs> home planet which means my engine is busted which means i have no choice but to land on the fucking moon of this planet and try to scrounge up whatever resources I can to build myself another engine to get back to my own planet. And so this is me landing on this planet. The only thing I have on me is lithium and I have a big storage container full of lithium (laughs) (laughs) and so much lithium. And there's like certain areas, like there's bubbles of areas you can land on that are like, I guess, deemed appropriate to land. And so I land in this spot and there's there's no resources nearby. Like there's nothing. So like basically like I have a limited oxygen supply. I can't even um, what typically when you make a base, you need a thing called an oxygenator and you put that on either your a platform or you put it or you can mount it to your shuttle and whenever you create um, tether lines, it will supply the tether lines with oxygen. But I, again, all I had was lithium. I didn't have an oxygenator. Therefore, even if I found the supplies I needed to create tether lines, I wouldn't have oxygen running through them um, because I needed the oxygenator. <laughs> so what proceeded was like two hours of me running a certain distance away from my shuttle because I could I could refuel my oxygen at the shuttle but once you get away from it and you don't have your like little tiny mini tether line hooked up to the shuttle you just start losing oxygen and so I could only run so far away from the 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 shuttle before I would run out of air. So I could like run away far enough to where I'm like maybe just over half empty. And then I would have to run back and replenish because like that, that amount of time meant that I didn't have enough air to get back and before suffocating. (laughs) And so 
I was like going every direction I could to try to find resources. And I was able to barely scrounge up some resources. And there, if you get like enough resin, if you get resin, you can actually create, I guess, what are um, oxygen filters with a resin, which give you some temporary air. Um, so I created, I crafted a bunch of those and just had those in my backpack so that I could go further distances, which allowed me to go um, collect different resources. And then what I had to do was dig down into the ground to find a specific, like um, I needed like aluminum because one of the elements I needed for the, um, for the, the engine was aluminum. And then I can't remember what the other one was. It was like ammonium or something. And I was able to find some ammonium um, earlier and then I had to go down and I needed to find aluminum. So that was basically me creating a bunch of oxygen filters from resin and digging into this area. And I couldn't like I couldn't roam around in the caverns because the the fact that I didn't have any tethers for oxygen meant also meant like I I had no good way of creating a path back to where I was. It would, it would just be like super fucking easy for me to get lost in these caverns and then just never find my way back up to the base. Just like so, in real life. Yeah, just <laughs> like in real life. Yeah. Just like real caverns. So like I basically had to stick to like this tight path. Finally I found some aluminum. And like meanwhile during all this, like I mean, I don't have the supplies to make solar panels. I don't have supplies to make I hear wind the shorty boys call it aluminium. <laughs> aluminium? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, uh, I finally, um, I had to use a generator. You can build, you can build a generator with a compound, which is one of the simple resources you can find. And then you use organic material to fuel that. And, um, so there, there is it, there, there, there is organic, um, elements, on the surface kind of everywhere. So that I didn't have an issue with that, but I, everything I did anytime I, I needed to use a 3d printer, I needed to power that with, <laughs> with, with something. And then to use the aluminum, I needed to smelt it first. So I had to like build the smelting furnace. I had to build all these platforms and like this whole time I'm powering everything with the stupid generator with organic fuel. <laughs> and finally, I was able to smelt the aluminum. I got, I built the smelter, smelted the aluminum, built my goddamn engine and launched myself off the hellhole of, of a moon called Desola or something like that. Like, I mean, it That's is a good it's, name for it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and I, God, I was so happy to be off that planet, but I was also so pissed that I was there in the first place. I was like, I, I I had this all worked out, this perfect plan. I had all of this lithium. I was going to go back to my home base and I was going to make a shitload of batteries. That way my research station wouldn't run out of power overnight after the, the, after the sun set. And no, now I'm on this stupid moon trying to scrounge up whatever I possibly could so that I could get off of the moon so that then, then maybe I can come back later because there's certain stuff that you can only get on the moon too that you can't get on the planet. So... Oh, I was I was so mad, but I did it. I got off the planet. I got home. I made a shitload of batteries. <laughs> oh man, it was great. It's so great. So all's good. So all's good. Um, also, um, I started playing Gears Four. 
I think my my hang up was I wasn't actually enjoying judgment all that much. So that's kind of why I fell off of it, which sucks because I wanted to know the lore. I like the lore of the game, but I just wasn't really like I I kept getting hung up. I'm like, it's yeah, I I really because I wanted to look I, I I every single place I went or every single level, I guess I was doing the extra hard challenge because I'm like, I want to know more. I'll this I want to know all the shit so I'm only doing the extra hard challenges which made it extra hard <laughs> so I never got through that but I started playing uh Gears 4 uh co-op with Frost oh nice um it's kind of hard to see in the TV because it's obviously your co-op I wish I had a bigger TV for that but um yeah, I'm like four chapters deep into that already. Just sat down and got played a decent chunk of that game. Um, seems interesting. A lot of robots. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Uh, that uh, I really hate the ones that where they just drop them off from the sky and they like you. Those bigger ones where you shoot them and then once you like you get them to a certain like level of health, then they just charge you and to suicide bomb themselves, which is really annoying. Don't worry. There's not just robots. <laughs> um, that late, the leader of the, the cog is weird. That whole, like <laughs> the fact that they're like, yeah, we, we have this whole special robot that is literally just so that we can project the cog leader's face onto this panel of the robot. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, it's the it, sci-fi it, nonsense that belongs it, in there. Yeah. It checks out. I mean, it, it is, the cog we're talking about um they they do like their extravagance <laughs> yeah but uh they're diesel boys they they like to waste yeah, yeah they like as diesel much shit as sure. possible yeah yeah i mean yeah <laughs> but yeah i'm enjoying that so far um but it's a good time not really much else to say about it cuz i'm not too far i mean it's a gears game not not run and cover special. you shoot stuff you yep kill the aliens except this time they're robots for a bit <laughs> <laughs> um i like the uh that little like that that the assembler whatever that thing was called you can just it just generates energy so that you can just get ammo from it oh yeah yeah that um i always forget it was the, it was the weapon that the uh it was it was the weapon that the locust used a lot. Their version of I guess the lancer. I can't remember what they called though. It's like the burst rifle, maybe. I used I actually I ended up using the burst rifle a lot in the previous game. So that was like, yeah, I'm just gonna make a burst rifle with this thing, and I'm just gonna keep replenishing that with my for ammo. <laughs> Kill these guys with my burst rifle. So it's having a good time with that. Um I watched I watched Transformers War for Cybertron. Hell yeah. I watched the whole, all six episodes, chapter one, as it would be. Um, did you watch that at all? Did not you? all of it. Not yet. How far are you into it? Like a like, good three, four episodes. Three or four, so you only have a couple episodes left then. Yeah, uh, it's really short. I don't, it's not great, but it's what I expect from Transformers. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how else to put it. 
It's like they they took the old ass Transformers and reimagined it in 3D because it's like all the old school like design of the Transformers. I mean, the only exception would be that Megatron isn't a gun. He's 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 a like the modern he's the modern take on Megatron where he's a tank instead of being a gun. I like him <laughs> as a gun. <laughs> which I mean, it definitely like I like it. It's TV Y7, which is like good for all ages, but they're all just like they're murdering each other. I guess it's okay because it's the robots. <laughs> it's I just found no, no, that really cool. We're robots. I just found it because they had some like pretty part. I'm like, man, that would be like a setting for a kid to like. I don't know, like fucking the this guy just got a whole a giant hole blown in him. <laughs> he was. It's, and you just you just and you watch the light flicker out of his existence. <laughs> You're like, like they had a Sound close up on his eye. <laughs> you see a close up on his eyes, and then they just it just flickers away, and you're like, "Fuck, that's that's hardcore." <laughs> I mean, I'm so used to like just kids' cartoons being so I don't know babyish. So that was that was I guess refreshing. I don't know. It's it was weird. Um, but uh, yeah, they're, they're so they're looking for Energon. Um, Optimus is a piece of shit. <laughs> He's literally just leading everyone to their deaths. <laughs> <laughs> um, because he doesn't agree. He doesn't. He didn't want to take a, a treaty from fucking Megatron, and Megatron's a piece of shit because he wants to murder the Autobots. Because he's a communist <laughs> dictator. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Starscream's a piece of shit. I mean, he's a sniveling Star, piece Starscream of shit. Starscream is such a whiny little bastard. He's a sniveling little bitch is what Starscream is. He's a snivelly, whiny... Oh, you're saying he's a cuck? <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. He's a... <laughs> it's, um, Jetfire is uh, conflict, conflicted as always. Um... Bumblebee's a ah, fucking fuck Bumblebee, man. I don't. I always hated Bumblebee. I don't like. I've never He's been a like, Bumblebee fan. He's like, I don't fan. really want to be an Autobot. Ugh. <laughs> it's, um, it, like nobody has any personality in the show. I mean, just like a Transformers. Um, the background music is not like there. It's it's almost non-existent. Like the the entire world of this thing, like. It's a whole planet full of like a, 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 what are the Cybertronians, um, but like it, it feels so empty. Like there's nothing going on on this planet. The, it's so silent. The, the encounters well, I mean, feel everybody's really like empty. Already dead. Yeah, that's true. Like <laughs> the it, war it, has it, been going for a while. There's like one point where it showed a whole bunch of like Decepticons. Um, at a uh, a rally, as as how could you as name you yourself it? the Decepticons? Yeah, that's and think it, you're the good guys. That's the thing <laughs> I always think is really funny is how like how self how how self fulfilling that prophecy is. Like mm. we're the Decepticons, yeah. It's like we're the good guys, right? <laughs> we we're doing the right deception thing. Deception, right in your name. <laughs> yeah. At one point, someone even says the word deception, and I'm like, okay, so you know the word deception. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, like everybody, almost everybody in this sh- in this show, like almost every character is a piece of shit. I don't know what to say about this. 
I like the designs. I like the designs of it. I mean, I knew what I was getting into when I was watching. Like I, I got what I asked for with this show. I like the animation. It's better. I mean, the, th- the Netflix style 3d stuff works really well for transformers. Um, and this is the people that made uh Ruby. Well, that's, that's even more fitting than I guess. I don't know. <laughs> It just, it feels so, the show feels empty to me. I don't know. It's weird, but it's also like enjoyable to watch. And I think part of that, it's because of the fact that it, it's such a homage to the original shitty ass, like <laughs> Transformers of uh, days of old. Like I, I always find it funny. Like even like people always, it's, Everyone is it looks back at those Transformers series with such fondness, but they're such shitty shows. I mean, purely designed to sell toys, but everyone's like, yeah, those were those were the the cool shows to watch. The ones those that made me want to so the ones that made me want to buy toys. And most of them didn't even have like good like music or anything. Like the one thing that had good music was Power Rangers. They had that awesome intro song. And I just, I mean, come on, Transformers, Robots in Disguise. There's nothing to the Power Rangers theme song. The Power Rangers theme song is just an amazing guitar rift. Yeah, exactly. That's that's why didn't anybody else do it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they nailed it. It's just one really really good guitar rift. That's yeah. <laughs> That's all you needed. And then everybody was hooked. They didn't care how shitty the show was. Like Power Rangers was the worst fucking show ever made. <laughs> that show was awful. But man, that intro song. Oh man, that got you pumped. <laughs> but I don't know. That I like I, I watched it. I watched the whole thing. I I still I want to see more. I can't wait for chapters two and three. Um, I mean the six episode thing is like it's a good teaser, I guess, you know, like it's yeah. an appetizer. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea when chapters two and three are coming out, but Hey, I mean, it, it, I was fine with it. Cause it was like, Hey, now I, I finished the whole thing. So now I can just talk about it on the show. And, and that, then that's it. And now I'll have to be like, yeah, I watched part of the show and then I finished it. And so now I'm talking about it twice, even though it maybe didn't deserve me to talk about it twice. Yeah, I can talk about Cuphead 900 yeah. times. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, Cuphead is, <laughs> Cuphead is probably a lot better quality than this Transformers show. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, the show, the Cuphead show, the Cuphead show, that's going to be badass. That's, that's what I'm excited for. <laughs> but I don't know the Transformers show. I, I give it like a it's average, I guess, I mean, like a solid six out of ten, maybe as far as shows go. I don't know. It's it's not great, but it's also not bad. Six out of ten. That's like a Netflix ten out of ten. No, that, that's that's. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying that's like a Netflix six out of ten, <laughs> not a not a regular ten, six out of ten. <laughs> Remember, Netflix made people excited about direct to DVD movies, <laughs> so this is like direct to VHS TV show. Which I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's like that Donkey Kong show. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know Rich as will say about that is if you like Transformers, especially retro ass Transformers, then go watch the show. Hate yourself a little bit for liking Transformers, I guess. I don't know. Like, it's Frost got a really make- good frame rate. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I solid. It's a weird thing, but it's like it's, really smooth. It's solid animation and solid 3D for the, the style. It works well. It's just the fact that like there isn't enough going on and like hardly anybody has a personality, which I guess they didn't want to make that many character models. <laughs> I know because I did like there's a bunch of like clones. So, like all like the super side characters were like, yeah, this guy's like we, we cloned this same model like six times. <laughs> like how many star screams were there? <laughs> There's a bunch of them. All the seekers, they looked exactly the same, but just different colored. <laughs> God, I hate Starscream so much. He's like the worst character in all of Transformers. The thing I always hated about Transformers were the the constant like I'm gonna I'm a Decepticon. I'm gonna join the Autobots. Oh wait, I was a spy, and then oh I'm gonna <laughs> join the Decepticon. I'm gonna join the other guys, or I'm an Autobot. I hate the Autobots now. I want to join the Decepticons, and then oh wait, I'm an Autobot again, and like always the back and forth, and it's just like gets so tired of that. Like why? Why is it always gotta be a thing? Can we just not? Can can you just? It just everybody's all the switching sides. And you know what's funny is I didn't really grow up watching the original, like the OG Transformers, like the one I remember the most from being like, I don't know, like maybe super early teens was the ones, the series with the mini cons. Did you ever watch that one? Yeah, that one was all right. I mostly remember Beast Wars and Beast See, I never, Machines. I never watched Beast Wars and it's not one I ever got you didn't into. watch fucking Beast. It was no. Tsunami. That was early Tsunami. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking want to watch Transformers be apes and shit. I want to see. Yeah. Trans- I want to see Megatron. I want to see Megatron the tank. I want to see. He was a T Rex. <laughs> That's cool. Fuck that. I want a tank, and, and then I want to see Optimus Prime as a semi truck. That's that's the that's Optimus Prime. He's not a <laughs> whatever. He He's is. a gorilla. Yeah, a silverback. It's stupid. He's a truck. Nah, it's, dude, that's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> which I, that's the other thing about this. Like, why does he have to be a truck on Cybertron? I, <laughs> I never got that. Like, okay, like you don't truck. You don't need to be like in disguise anymore. I get like why? Why? Why are you a truck? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think they. I don't know a lot of the Transformers lore, but it's like I thought they got their disguises. When they came to Earth. Yeah, that's what I thought, because they go to a place and the fact like their whole like Transformers, they transform to to blend in with the local stuff on whatever, wherever they go. I think they needed to blend in on Cybertron. Yeah, yeah, like why they need to. I mean, I always like I just assume they would just look like whatever, like Michael Bay had in his head when they were on Cybertron, I guess. But yeah, just. um, Big just robots. Weird, yeah, big robots, silver, a lot of silver. Like, what are they blending in with? They're all robots. <laughs> um, which I that's that is one a thing. A truck can get around faster. <laughs> I guess. I mean, but like, why does it have to look like a truck? Why does it have to look like a Peterbilt truck, Marcus? I don't understand. I don't understand this at all. Um, Because they're robots in disguise, even on Cybertron. Even on that's Cybertron, the they're in disguise. That's the subtext of this. <laughs> It's more than meets the eye. It's exactly what meets the eye. Robots always in disguise. <laughs> Robots always in disguise. Yeah, I um yeah, I don't know. I, I really I did enjoy that one. I can't remember what the series was even called, but I just I, I thought it was, it was called kinda... Beast Wars. No, the one with the mini cons. <laughs> I 
I liked for some reason I, th- I like the idea that they're like these little mini ones but they're like oh they're like little mini planes and then they form into be like this Excalibur like sword for some reason and they it gives the this, them like the ultimate power <laughs> like why is this a thing and then they started merging into you got Rodimus Prime <laughs> Hot Rodimus Prime was he was a big boy with big things yeah. to do yeah <laughs> Man, I watching this made me kind of want to like I half want to go back and watch that series but like also like I hate it's it's always the same thing with the Transformers it's always they always got to make the story about the kids the kids that are in it the humans I don't no one cares about the humans I just want to see trucks and cars and Transformers do cool trucks and Transformer things I don't know no, I want to see kids do kid stuff. No. no. <laughs> well that's what YouTube is for Marcus. There's plenty of that shit on YouTube. God, I swear to like my my son has ruined YouTube. Like I'm glad I'm glad my YouTube isn't connected to the Xbox because my YouTube would be ruined. It's all siren head. No, it's like kids shit. It's like it's, it's kids bop. It's, it's now that's what I I'm call su- music volume su- nine trillion. No. I'm surprised it's not recommending Roblox yet because I like yeah. God. It, I had a <laughs> you tell your son early. You go Roblox is for pedophiles. <laughs> you go. Yeah, you don't go in Roblox. That's where <laughs> that's where the pedophiles are. That's that's where the predators play. <laughs> God, Roblox. We were a Minecraft household. Thank you very much. This is not a Roblox household. <laughs> yeah, imagine that's a, isn't that a statement for the ages? How wild the world has become. Yeah, we don't play Roblox in this house. Because <laughs> it's for pedophiles. Yeah, yeah. It's for cucks, Marcus. No, no, it's for pedos. Pedos. Also, uh, it's it's the it's for the PCPPs. Is it because yeah, I, yeah. I don't I I don't think Roblox is on consoles, is it? I think it's just a PC no. thing. See, at least you can play Minecraft on the Xbox and on the Switch and on the PlayStation and on your phone. And it's more obscene how many users Roblox has, despite being yeah, despite being only yeah. Roblox is fucking weird, man. I don't. If there's one game I I could wish away its existence, it probably would be Roblox because of how horrifying it looks. It's haunting that show or that 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 game. Anyway, that's all I've been doing. We should probably take a break because we've been talking for like an hour. And I don't have a whole lot of content after the break, so it's going to be short. (laughs) All right. But uh, yeah, we're going to take a break right now. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wondersoul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wondersoul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wondersoul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. We're a podcast about two parents and their kid going on a quest for good shows no we're a podcast about two parents who are trapped in their own living room 
and we have to endure time and space. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Rich. I'm Natalie. And this is Not Suitable for Adults. Take 30 or 40 minutes out of your day to listen to us speak calmly and wisely to you about the best and the worst of kids' TV shows today. And movies. And movies. So join us as we sit in our living room and talk about the things we don't want to watch. And some things we do want to watch. Yeah, it's not all bad. Some of it's good. Some of it. Bye. Bye. All right, we are back with the podcast. This last section is going to be short. I probably should have gone on break before I talked about the stuff I did, but oh well, that's fine. Um, so this this week we had a good we had a good question of the week. So we're gonna we're gonna get to that one second. Oh hey, someone posted a gif of Jean Claude Van motherfucking damn dancing. Oh, he's on TikTok now. <laughs> <laughs> he might as well be. Uh, where's my? God damn it, Twitter! Let me get to my bookmarks, fucker. Okay. Um. So this week, our question of the week was: You have been conscripted to the military. As a gamer, you are told your new job is to pilot a ten million dollar UAV. Your commander informs that he informs you that you can pick any input device or controller to control the UAV. What do you pick and why? What's your pick, Marcus? I'll pick the SNES controller. Yeah, that's that seems like it'd be really hard, but it'll work, I suppose. See, I was going to go big for this one. I'd pick the Steel Battalion controller. <laughs> I'm going to treat that thing like it's a goddamn mech. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got some good responses here. Uh, first, we have code at LGA code the Xbox Elite controller the controller is comfortable in my hands for long periods of time those extra paddle switches will come in handy as well to map all my ordinances or extra actions to left rough, uh, right button and left button for barrel rolls like I have set up in Rocket League yeah that's <laughs> some um, and then we have <laughs> The GOGP at the CB6 says, I want a little bit of a chance, so, or I want a little big of a little bit of a challenge, so I'd use a power glove. Plus, I'd look oh awesome my, too. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> I think that's, that's more good. than a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, and we had. The unpaid programming podcast at unpaid underscore program says, oh, man, are they in for a treat when my horrible motion sickness sets in? (laughs) 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 However, the two most comfortable controllers were the Sega Genesis six button and the current Xbox ones. Worst would be the old NES controller. (laughs) (laughs) Horribly painful to hold. The original PlayStation controllers were tough on my big fat hands, too. Any of them with pronounced edges were. I've always liked rounded designs far easier for me to hold. I think I have to have you read one of their comments next time just because like they 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 wanted me to read their email in a Hank Hill voice or they said that they hoped I read their email in a a Hank Hill voice. (laughs) And I was like, well, you're going to be horribly disappointed. (laughs) 
God. And you can do the Hank Hill voice. I can't. I, I know can you're do good a very fake Hank Hill voice. Well, I mean, it's you can do a passing Hank Hill voice. <laughs> Whereas I, I do a very shitty one. Uh, and then we have, let's see. New Dad Gaming at New Dad Gaming says, probably an old NES controller so I can feel some sort of discomfort in what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> probably wouldn't use a Joy-Con with the drift issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be good. Um, that's it for Twitter. Let's move to Instagram. What do we got on Instagram? Uh, no one shows the PlayStation Move controllers. No <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think I saw any of that, but um, that's the wrong place. That's the wrong comment I'm looking for. All right, here we go. On Instagram, we have the idiot savant says the Oculus Rift S. I'm going to fly that shit first person and merc me some terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Geek Freaks podcast says Xbox 360 controller. Solid choice. Precisely podcast says SNES mouse and mouse pad used for Mario Paint. <laughs> Damn. That's that's hardcore. Uh, the Rum Runners says PS4 controller because ergonomics. And Griff Burrito replied to them saying, what? PS4 is the least ergonomic. Ha ha. <laughs> that's funny. And then later on they said... I just find the PlayStation controller too squat and weird. Xbox is great, but GameCube, now that's perfection. Now that's playing with power. <laughs> that's playing with power. And now, now for the, the <laughs> you're going to love some of these Facebook comments. Hold on, I got to find the Facebook post here. Facebook. Shit, got a lot of good comments here on Facebook. All right, so let's get started here. Mario says, just a standard joystick will be fine. I'm crashing it into the dirt two minutes after takeoff anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Amadia says, Atari Jaguar controller. Uh, William William says, Guitar Hero controller. Fuck government. I'm crashing this drone into an empty field. (laughs) I'm sensing a theme here because Sam says, Nintendo Power Glove so I can immediately launch it into the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gora says, yeah, whatever. Let's whatever lets me crash that shit as fast as possible. Fuck imperialism. Um, Parker says Donkey Konga too easy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jacob says we moat because I really, really love being an inconvenience to officers. Also, I'm crashing it, but not into a field. I'm thinking the parade grounds. Now, James, James has the best idea here. One of the best Uh, Resident Evil 4 chainsaw controller. (laughs) 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 Got to get unique with it. Yep. Um, Jacob posted one of those really fucked up looking Nintendo 64 controllers that didn't have the three. It just had the middle prong. Oh, (laughs) it looks so bad. Oh, my God. It's wrong. It does. I mean, it looks like half of like a, a spaceship. I don't know. It's weird. It's the Frankenstein's monster it. of controllers. 
Someone said the joystick was stronger than the one on the original, and they kind of liked it. <laughs> uh, Jamie says, Comba Obsidian for the arcade field. <laughs> or alternatively, the virtual on controller. <laughs> Looks like a cool dual joystick thing. Uh, Rocky posted a Little Mermaid game. like Those little like LCD screen, two button, Tiger three button. electronic things. Yeah, one of those. Um, Adrian posted the Sidewinder controller. <laughs> that thing looks horrific. Um, Casimir says Gravis gamepad for that shitty old school feel. <laughs> um, Jack says the Mad Cats controller. So just in general, just yeah, any, any Mad Cats, I guess. <laughs> I would probably assume something around the original Xbox era would be that what they're referring to. PlayStation 2, maybe. Um, Sadie says, press F to commit war crimes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jason posted a DDR pad. (laughs) Uh, Connor posted some weird VR like nipple thing. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck that is. Is it like a VR sex simulator thing controller? Huh. Um, Then some uh, Joseph posted like an actual like joystick flight control thing with foot pedals. JD posted a U-Force. That one looks pretty cool. Um, Ariella says, I'll be going for a blindfolded hitless speed run as well, and posted a picture of the rock band drum set. <laughs> uh, Andrew posted the real real answer, SciTech X52. Joke answer, well, this. And it looks like an early version of the Sidewinder. <laughs> Sidewinder classic. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Chris says DDR pad. The enemy deserves a laugh before I, I, uh, what does UAV do? Uh, Vincent says ruins Middle Eastern weddings while the media tries to sweep everything under the rug. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, Alexander says keyboard and mouse. Let's go. Uh, Daniel says it doesn't matter. It won't be airborne for long. And Daniel posted a picture of the virtual boy. (laughs) You're going to have horrible headaches. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, George says DK bongos. Yeah. The donkey Congos. Yeah. Uh, Will says Phoenix. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys. <laughs> and for the final and best answer, Javier for drifting joy cons, easy and justified death. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, some good shit. Ugh. Oh, you stretch there. All right, but that's 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 it. <laughs> um, so it's time to launch a uh, uh a drone strike on the the this episode. Just and the beginning. <laughs> Just the beginning. <laughs> the beginning of this episode. It's uh this the beginning of this episode is a war crime. And yeah, it must yeah, be eliminated. I, f- I fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i'm not editing everything staying in <laughs> um but yeah so if you enjoy the show please consider giving us a re- review on apple and pod chaser 
It really helps us out if you uh, do that. Also, share us with your friends. If you have any friends that are into video games or podcasts, just uh, point them our way. Or just general sadness. Uh, general sadness. If uh, you want to hear... If you have if you have anyone that's really into like hearing the word cuck being said a lot, uh, have them listen to this episode specifically yeah. and a bit of the last episode. Um. Did I say <laughs> did I say cuck in the last episode? Yeah, you did a little bit, I think. Uh, not as much as this one, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure you called like ninja cuck or something in the last episode. Well, he is. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's justified. <laughs> um, but uh, also join our, uh, well, wait, first go to our, go to our Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Lake Gaming Runner. You'll find us there. Follow us. Uh, be sure to enter that contest to win the $50 Steam gift code. It's on uh, The link is in our pinned tweet. I'm leaving that tweet pinned for the duration of the podcast. August 22nd is the last day for that. So be sure to enter that before then to get your name in the running. Uh, but like I said, you have to join our Gilded server in order to do that or in order to be eligible to win because that's how we will be contacting the winner is they have to be with uh, a joining. They have to be joined on our uh, Discord or just fuck. <laughs> they have to be joined on our Gilded server. That way we can contact you. Um, what else am I missing? Go to our website, lga.gg for all the fun stuff that we post there, which is just the episodes of the podcast. So I mean, maybe, yeah, but I mean, when we, we have other stuff going on, we post it there. Like if there's any esports related things, which there could be some more esports stuff sometime in the future. Who knows? We get some potential new people that we're talking to for esports stuff, but it's all under wraps. So I'm not going to say much more than that. Um, I think that's it. I think I got everything. Um, so yeah, share the show with your friends, do all that shit, do all the good stuff. Um, and now the, the, the smoke them if you got them, <laughs> you fucker, <laughs> you giant fucker. <laughs> um, so now we're going to end this podcast with a drone strike. Peace. <laughs>